Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everyone, John Worth, I'm here. It is this week's Sports Illustrated Tennis Podcast. Hope everyone is well, everyone's safe, everyone is home. Special uh, get well soon wishes going out to Pat McEnroe. Just came across that he has tested positive for COVID-19. We are tracking this from our COVID-19 studio, which is makeshift, as so much else is in this strange, strange time where uh, we're all enduring and confronting the usual preface that there are matters more important than tennis chatter, but we also want to keep some sense of ritual and uh, keep some sense of diversion. So here's our podcast. Our guests this week are the Bryan brothers, Bob and Mike. We did this via Zoom call. They are both uh, in Southern California. They are, however, about 200 yards apart. Um, There is uh, some symbolism packed in there somewhere. But uh, Bob and Mike were talking about making this their final year on tour, and they did not see the tennis tour, the year in general, uh, taking the strange turn that it has. This is a fun conversation. We talk about their plans and what they're doing during this strange time, how they are keeping busy, keeping occupied, and um, what they're uh, what they're looking forward to and what their concerns are. So here are Bob and Mike. You can see them coming up on uh, some live tennis, actually, tape tennis anyway, CBS Saturday, April 4th, they will be taking part in the World Team Tennis Celebrity All-Star Match. That was one of the last matches played before tennis went on postponement. So uh, you can catch Bob and Mike on April 4th, but here they are. Never thought we would be doing a Zoom call. This is filled with uh, the usual distractions. We had some technical difficulties. There are text alerts going off, a phone rings, and I thought about editing out, and I thought, you know what? This is uh, authentic, and we are all going through some version of this as we... uh, work under these strange conditions. So without further ado, here are Bob and Mike Bryant. Hey guys, how are you? I'm great. How are you? It's uh interesting times, but you know, all things considered, no complaints. How uh where are you guys? I'm out in uh we're actually both out in California in Camarillo, in our in our hometown here. 
I was going to say, are you, uh, are you guys seeing each other? No, because uh, Bob got sick about 10 days ago. So I don't think it was Corona, but uh, we're not risking it. Okay. We, uh, we're staying about 200 yards away from each other, but we haven't seen much of each other. So you're, uh, so you said you're, you're about 200 feet apart. You said, yeah, I'm right down the street, a uh, few houses down, but I haven't really seen him. Yeah. He's brought by a couple supplies and, um, and my parents too, they're, they're down the street a little further, but we're all staying away. It's been about 10 days since I've seen anyone except my family, man. How are you guys? Uh, I mean, how, how are you guys experiencing this? How are you guys experiencing this? I mean, everyone's got their own, uh, we're all stars of our own movies these weeks, but uh, you you guys okay? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I personally we're fine. We got a great little Airbnb. Um, it's on like three or four acres, so we got lucky to have some space. Um, kids are running around outside, catching ladybugs. We got a pool, barbecue, uh, just making some good food, doing some homeschool, watching movies, working out a little bit around the house. But yeah. It's, we're kind of uh, we're in a in a smooth little routine here. I was gonna say if you if you got ladybugs and barbecue, you're uh, you're making the best of it. That's good to see. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. It's been good. Nadia's uh, due to give birth uh, in 21 days, so I uh, spent a lot of time with her, helping out around the house, cooking some meals, um, just getting uh you know on high alert to make the run to the hospital here. Um, so yeah, it's it's been good to it's actually it's a nice surprise to, to actually spend some time at home because we're, we're never, we're never here. Um, and we're always on the road. So to have a little routine, wake up in your own bed, it, it feels good. I was going to ask you about both those things. You, uh, so you're, you're newlywed and you're also an expecting dad. I imagine these were not the, uh, circumstances in which you envision bringing a kid into the world. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to, to meet this little guy. Little Jake, we've already got the name. Got the name? Uh, yeah, it's an uncertain time. Um, but, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I, I've seen how much joy kids have brought into Bob's life. Um, I just, I'm just stoked. I'm feeling the baby kick in Nadia's stomach every day. Um, yeah, it's, uh, we got the baby room ready. We've already painted it. Got the cribs. Got the car seats. We're, we're fired up. Um, so, yeah, he, he won't know about any of this until I, you know, I'll tell him stories about it. I'm, I'm sure down the road, this will definitely be one of those uh, stories you, you tell everyone down the road. Just, you know, you live 9-11, you live the coronavirus, you, you know, it's, it's one of those moments in history. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was going to say, though, I, I think I've, uh, you know, I've talked to uh, hundreds of people since this started. I think so far you two have the best attitude of, uh, of anyone. Um, are you guys, are you hitting any balls? We, uh, well, it's been about... What's it been three weeks since the Indian Wells cancellation? Yeah. And we hit once during that week um, and then a couple times since. So we're keeping the racket in the hand a little bit. I've hit with my wife a couple times. There's actually a, a park across the street with a couple courts. Um, so we're, we're keeping everything kind of intact. But, I mean, it's, it's very tough. We've always had a tournament to look forward to and a, and a goal, something to train for. Right now, we don't have that. So uh, tennis-wise, we're kind of taking a break and um, just healing up the body, staying fit around the house, doing some pool stuff. But, you know, as far as the tennis, no, we're not in, in high training mode right now. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you guys, have you sort of mentally accounted uh, for a time to get back? I mean, we're, you know, I should timestamp this. It's, it's Tuesday, and I think we all see the writing on the wall with Wimbledon, but no official announcement yet. I mean, do you have in your head when you are going to get back out there? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we kind of have to shoot for that, that June 8th, um, which is, you know, Stuttgart. That's what we kind of see uh, down the line. But, you know, we've heard rumors that Wimbledon's not looking good. Um, I so, think it's more than rumors now. Yeah. Oh, is it? Is it fast? It's looking, it's looking really bad. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I haven't read anything in the last 24 hours, but um, yeah. I mean, right now it's it's just heal up the minds, the body's gonna enjoy this experience being home, um, and then not really worrying about getting in the best shape of my life for hitting the ball great. You know, it's we still we're still 90 to 100 days out from you know this is the longest off season we've ever had um so just you know just gonna enjoy it and then hopefully get ready for the the hard court summer in the states um yeah that's that's just chilling (laughs) this this is not um i I gather this has not caused you to rethink uh the game plan for 2020 and to to wind it down at the end of the season Yeah, yeah i mean there's so many uh kind of unanswered questions right now I mean, it wasn't in the plan. Uh, we wanted to go around, play our favorite tournaments, say our goodbyes, and, you know, get, get a last kind of taste of the tour before we shut it down. Um, you know, we're obviously we're getting robbed of that um, in one way. Um, you know, if we can come back and play a summer and finish at the Open the way we talked about, then, yeah, then it might be good enough. Um, but... Mike and I, you know, we're, we're talking a little bit here and there about, you know, what if the season goes into December, what we'll do. Um, we haven't made a decision, but it's obviously uh, less balls than, than we wanted to hit for sure. Um, you did get in the, uh, the, I called it All-Star Weekend. You got in the World Team yeah. Tennis event uh, just before this postponement went into effect. So we can, uh, we can watch you on TV on CBS in a few weeks. Um, does world team tennis figure in your schedule this summer? Have you heard anything from those guys? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're scheduled to play for the Vegas rollers three weeks. We're going to play the whole season. Um, and that's right after Wimbledon. So it's looking a little dicey, but we're, I mean, we love team tennis. We've played, I think every year, um, since we turned pro like 22 years. Um, you know, that was a fun event down in San Diego, um, that all-star, uh, smash, but yeah, we're, we're ready for it. Yeah. I mean, we, we love it. I mean, we love playing on teams, um, play last year for Vegas. So hopefully fingers crossed that we can actually come back and play for them. But just to be clear, it sounds like you guys are maybe leaving the door open a little bit that, um, this, this isn't how we wanted our last year to go. And maybe there'd be some adjustments. I don't don't want to put words in your mouth, but are you guys sort of thinking worst case scenario, maybe we readjust the plan? Yeah, I mean, we're, we we got to talk about it. I mean, we're not going to be any younger, <laughs> you know, we're, 
but we're going to be fresh. Uh, that's for sure. But we, we got to talk about it. I mean, we, we, we would love to, you know, play one more Wimbledon, one more French and all these, but um, it wasn't in the cards possibly. Um, you know, if we could play a full summer, uh, Cincinnati might be, you know, it'll be sweet. Um, and you know, if we get to play DC in the open, that, that could be, that could wet our whistle and, you know, it could be a great way to go out, but, um, it would have been nice to play all four slams this year. Yes. Indian Wells would have been great. Cause that's our home tournament. Um, Bob loves, you know, Miami, he's right down the road there. Um, you know, it's, it's a shame, but you know, you just go with the flow. You mentioned though, um, on the one hand, you're not getting any older. On the other hand, that this is some this is some time off to sort of re regroup and uh, restore yourself. Do the older players do you think benefit from this, or are they hurt by it? Well, the the older players are running out of, out of time. I mean, if you you look at uh, Roger, I mean, he actually picked a great time to get injured. But um, any injury or any delay at this age, um, you're just fighting Mother Nature. You know, um, we're turning 42. I, I don't know if, you know, bodies are supposed to go this long, especially when you start playing tennis at two years old. We were running around on hard courts playing tournaments at six. So, you know, my hip finally blew out and I got metal parts. Um, right now, everything feels great. And that's kind of why we decided for one last season, we, we were feeling good and we wanted to you know, go while we still felt we could win and not, you know, blow out any other parts. Um, so depends how old you are. Something like this for guys in their 40s um, could be doomsday. Um, if you're in your mid 30s and, and a little break, um, you could come back stronger than ever. You know, Roger, we saw that with Roger, you know, he six, eight months off, he came back and he looked like a new man. So, you know, with, with these long, long seasons, your body never gets a chance to catch up. This might be a, a chance for everyone to catch up. And tennis in general might come back and look even even better than it has. And it's, the levels look unbelievable. To what extent does this remind you of your, uh, the rhythms of your injury break? And to what extent is this just, we, we keep using the word unprecedented. I mean, does, does this yeah, I mean taking a break or is it just something totally different space? Yeah, I mean, in one way, it's, it's stressful with everything going on, the uncertainty, but in, in another way, it's not stressful. You know, I'm not at home right now and everyone else is playing, getting points, getting money, you know, climbing, getting trophies. So in the past, when you took a vacation or you took a break, um, you always felt you were losing ground. This is one of those times where everyone's in the same boat. Um, you're not losing ground. So you just kind of enjoy the moment, you know, treat it as a staycation, get that extra time with the, your family and, you know, reach out to friends you haven't talked to. You know, we've lost touch with so many family members over the years traveling the world, just kind of chasing our dreams that this is a, this is a chance to reconnect um, with the world. So I, I'm using it as a, as a positive time. It just strikes me you guys are in such a weird. You could also say may, maybe it's a preview of of life after tennis. But yeah, no, no, for sure, no, no. This is a this is a time where you you're, you are going to feel what it's going to be like to be retired, um, especially if you don't have much going on right right when you stop. Um, we it's not like we have a bunch of plans that we want to do right when we're done. We're going to kind of feel it out and let kind of life come to us a little bit. So this is one of those times where. 
yeah, you're gonna get a really good hard look and examine what a routine uh, with the family is gonna be like. Um, how are the folks doing? They're great. They're great. Yeah, they're, 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 uh, they're three miles away. We've uh, I've gone over there, delivered food uh, to them, and just left it at the door. Uh, my dad actually got sick, so we we're a little worried, but um, it he's over it. It was like a three day bug. Um, so, so not 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 Corona. No, I mean, who knows? Like, there's not enough tests. You know, uh, Bob's wife went in to get tested the other day, and they said, yeah, well, you don't have a high enough fever. Um, so it could have been. Who, who knows? But we're just being super precautious with Nadia pregnant here. So we're just, we're locked down pretty good here. I mean, I'd love to see Bob and Michelle and the kids and, um, but not going to happen right now. I was going to say all these, these grandparents, they all say they want, they want nothing more than to, uh, to hug their grandkids. Yeah. Well, yeah. you can, you can do yeah. Skype calls and zoom calls, but, um, you, you can't bring the kids over, I guess. Can you? No, uh, that's strange. Are you, are you talking to other players? Um, talk to Isner a little bit on text. Um, talk to a little, little bit Murray on text, but nothing, nothing really too serious. You know, just complaining about stocks and you know nothing, nothing, uh, nothing too uh, serious about tennis or training schedules or what they're doing. But it's just you know, just kind of shooting the crap. What? Yeah, keep going. I mean, what's what's the vibe out there? I mean, it seems like this this is we've come uh, we've come a long way since Indian Wells uh, about three yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, I've heard you know players' takes on how they think the rest of the season's going to go. Some people are you know the doomsday that we're not going to hit another ball all year. Really, you know, and, and their rationale is you know even if we do start coming down the curve, we're not going to have a vaccine, so why are we going to put crowds in, in stadiums and gather people in, in, you know, large groups if we don't have a vaccine? Um, so, you know, I've heard a little bit of everything, you know, the, the world team tennis season, they're optimistic. Um, there's no cancellations of, of that season and, and we're going um, ahead as planned. And I don't think any decisions can be made until May. Um, so we're very positive about that. But yeah, I've just, I've heard a little bit of everything and I don't know what to think. Um, you know, I think the next couple of weeks are going to be telling, um, you know, Wimbledon supposed to make a decision tomorrow. That's what I hear. You've probably heard the same thing. Right. And then, you know, with them falling and the Olympics falling, then, you know, who knows what's going to happen this summer. Whether it's, um, you know, world team tennis or a, a conventional event, whether it's tennis or another sport, what, what do you guys think as athletes, what do you think about this closed door scenario? I don't know if you saw this. They were even today. There was a story. They were someone suggested playing the NBA playoffs on a cruise ship. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you think of that? The, the closed doors thing. I don't buy into it. Um, I think sports is entertainment. I think players get their give their best performances when playing in front of crowds. I think it it's all about the atmosphere. Um, we've had a million practice matches we usually don't play a damn um, in practice when, when it doesn't feel like it, it means anything. I think crowd just brings another level of enthusiasm and excitement to, to players' performances. And I don't think it would be the same. Um, I don't think it'd be worth doing. Um, I haven't thought about it a ton, but it just doesn't seem, it doesn't seem right. Um, you know, but, and look, when you're bringing players together, you're bringing, you're bringing teams, you know, you're bringing 
Right. You're bringing a huge, a huge group, thousands of people together into one, to one spot. So uh, whether it's closed doors or in front of a big crowd, there's going to be a lot of people there. But you don't, you don't think it beats the alternative of, you know, it's, it's not ideal to play in front of a bunch of TV cameras and no one in the seats, but. I mean, as, as players, yeah. Um, okay. If you're looking at it from a financial stamp standpoint, um, you know, players make a lot of money from play, playing grand slams, you know, it's a lot of money to show up and I'm sure a lot of player players could use that right now. Um, a lot of people at home would love to watch us on TV while, you know, they're sitting by the fireplace. Um, so there are people that would get enjoyment out of this for sure. Um, so, you know, there's that side of it as well. But as far as the excitement for, for us right now, um, in our last year on tour, when we're going around trying to uh, really soak in these last moments, it just doesn't make sense for us to go, you know, play a sterile match um, in front of no fans. Right. To go to, you know, go, go to Omaha and play in front of a bunch of yeah, teams. It's not why we're, it's yeah. not why we're doing this. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I think people are talking, you know, just, just like in society at large, we're talking about income and employment but what else have been some of the adjustments? I mean, what's, what surprised you about these last few weeks? What, um, what have been maybe surprising adjustments? I mean, everything's shut down. I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a paradigm shift. Uh, to- I just ran out of my last uh, thing of toilet paper. You know, like it's <laughs> went down to the store at six in the morning. I, w- uh, I was in a line. Um, you know, everyone's standing 10 feet apart. Um, to, and then I went in there, no eggs, no milk, um, none of the necessities. Um, yeah, I, I mean, when we go home, we usually zip out for exhibitions or different like charity events and not everything's just, everything's quiet. Um, it's a good chance to just clear, clear the mind. Um, as Bob said, just really reconnect because the, the world's just a go, go, go place now. It seems like everyone's chasing. Uh, this might have happened for a reason. Who knows? Um, but yeah, this is just, we've always been chasing our dreams and getting up and going to the gym and, you know, and this is just, everything's, everything's quiet. Um, just feels like you wake up and you have loads of time. I can't believe it. Like Bob wrote a song yesterday. I mean, I, I started playing the ukulele, you know, I'm now I'm learning Slovakian. Um, it's, it's insane. Uh, it's, this might be like what it's like when we're retired. We're, we'll see. We'll still probably be busy, but this is just a, this is crazy how much time we have. I'm, I'm thinking when you started the season, you did not envision uh, late March, you'd be learning the ukulele. Tell, you also go for full disclosure. Tell everyone why you're learning Slovakian. Um, my, well, my wife is uh, Slovak. It's a impossible language, um, but I'm t- taking it one word at a time. And her mom doesn't speak any English. So we're, I have, we haven't had many conversations. So if I learn that I can speak to her mom, but her mom was supposed give to me, her. give me one sentence. Yeah. Right. Give us your best Slovakian uh, sentence. Come on. Dobre. It means good. <laughs> <laughs> how do you say, how are you? Um, Akusamash. Akusamash. Right. Akusamash. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It's, it's, it's tough to, that's uh that's a good effort that. though. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're doing it for your mother-in-law which is uh that, that's a good investment um i mean what else I mean, just sort of finally i don't know you guys sort of have empty clean slate here i mean what what do you want you have a lot of fans and a lot of people were looking forward to seeing you in your uh 
your last year out there, obviously things have taken a strange turn for the world. What, uh, I don't know, what do you guys want people to know? We, we're, we're missing the tour just as much as they are. Um, you know, this is unprecedented times where, you know, like everyone's hurting. Uh, we, we feel the pain of, you know, everyone. I've talked to, to friends that are maybe going to lose their jobs and, you know, they're, they don't have money in the bank. They're living paycheck to paycheck. So we're just sending love to everyone, thinking about everyone. Um, you know, if, you know, we're trying to just, uh, get on the phone and, and make as many calls as we can, but you know, it's just a very uncertain times and, uh, just doing the best, but let's flatten this curve, baby. Let's flatten this curve and get back out there. Amen. Um, I, I did not think, uh, I would be interviewing you on zoom, but I, um, you know, get, getting emotional here. You've, you've always been two of the, uh, the all time good dudes. And, uh, I hope we, um, sure. hope we see each other at an event and that, um, as, as much as I like seeing your backdrop and what your bedroom looks like, uh, I'd much rather see you guys, uh, at a tournament. So I hope we can well, all appreciate it, John. Back out there uh, thanks for everything. All right. See you guys. Take care. Uh, hi, hey, thank you. Uh, see you buddy. Take care. Okay, thanks to Bob and Mike for spending some time on uh, on a Zoom call. Very strange uh, context for doing an interview, but uh, Bob and Mike, uh, always a pleasure to talk to. Um, man, they will be missed. See them uh, if you can and see them if they can. We sure hope we get some tennis in here before the end of 2020. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. We will have another podcast next week. You can subscribe, leave a review, leave a guest suggestion. We will try to have uh, some more tennis player guests in these next few weeks as we all are uh, housebound but I uh, hope everyone is well out there stay healthy safe and again do stay home all right till next week